Anthony on Air Podcast, welcome in for this very special episode where we are tossing out the day's news and focusing on one single topic, something we've been teasing for quite a while, ghost stories. <laughs> that was unplanned. Credit to those two. That was very good. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Uh, so we've been talking about you know a lot of things on the podcast, and we always talk about doing specialty episodes, and this is exactly one of them. So hopefully you're listening to this late at night, whenever you wind up listening to it. If you're watching the premiere with us or uh, you're just hanging out, uh, this is good for campfire, uh, telling stories, roasting mallows. We're going to share our favorite ghost stories, some that have happened to us, some that have happened to others. And the best part about this, and this is my favorite part of the show, we look forward to hearing your ghost stories as well. So. Write them in the comments, tweet them at us, submit them at anthonyonair.com, uh, however you like to do it. Uh, let's share some ghost stories with one another. Um, should I go first? I say kick it off. I'm gonna, all right, I'm going to lead up to my favorite ghost story, but I'm going to tell you one of my favorite ghost story related items. Oh, God. When I was younger, I went on vacation with my parents and we went down to Savannah. And for me, there's no scarier thing than an old southern town. Why is Nothing. the South full of ghosts? Nothing. I I don't I think I feel like it's a slavery thing a little, and it's also they have this I don't old, know. It's like this old timey feel in certain areas, right? Yeah, yes, like rustic. Character. What's weird is. Even though, like, New York is just as old as, you know, South Carolina, there's something about the South that feels older. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it's like the, the there's a lot more farmland and there's a lot more rural areas, maybe. Yeah. It's got I don't know. So we went on a, uh, a ghost tour, which I can't Ooh, suggest oh, enough. I'm so, I'm so jealous. And what was so great about this one, it was at night. I think it was at, like, 10 o'clock at night. And it was on horse and buggy. <gasps> nice. And we oh, went God. during the week. So everything was like so quiet. And there we were horse and bugging around. And they take you to all these places and they tell you all these ghost stories. And they're so wonderful. But let me tell you the thing that left me sleepless that night. Like I oh, could not sleep. You caught your parents doing it. And <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> that will do it. I was the, the, um, the woman giving the tour gave a historical fact about Savannah. If you look at a lot of the traditional homes in Savannah, there's round rooms. They built long round rooms. And the reason why is, is because when they were building that city, they believed that ghosts hid in corners. Oh no. Oh no. So no. in order to not have ghosts in a house, the wealthy would build a round room so that ghosts couldn't haunt their home. Imagine a ghost goes in there and is like, oh, no corners. <laughs> no corners here. Next house. Freaked me the hell out. I couldn't sleep for the rest. I'm like, I got back to the hotel. I'm like, there's no round rooms in here. It's all corners. Yeah, it's all corners. Like panicking. Why did we all decide on square rooms? What and that's, that? when, <laughs> and that's yeah, when well, you jumped in bed between your parents. Basically, you know, what was weird was is that the lobby, though, the lobby was a big rounded room. So I'm like, great. Oh, they're, sure. They're all piling into the rooms and not yeah. 
Let's get protect, out of this room. Protect the people that work there, not the customer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was messed up. But she said, like, if you go in most homes in that historic area, all the big rooms are all rounded out and there's no corners. I think there were more ghosts hundreds of years ago. Oh, God, no. What happened to all the ghosts? I don't know. Bring, bring back ghosts. We need more ghosts. I don't know. So right, did Frank. you see anything? No, I no, I didn't see anything. I only have one personal story for tonight. I, I'll share that next, and then my favorite story of all time. Somebody told to me, and I just oh, it stuck with me ever since. But okay, I'll start with. Um, let's see. I have one that happened to me personally. One that happened to my brother and my mother while I was there, but I was asleep, and one that happened to a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. So which one? The one that happened to me. It's a little tame. But it still freaked me out. But you talk again. I'll, I'll give you that one first. Okay. Go ahead. So this was, I don't know, I was in my 20s. And uh, it was a couple of years after my grandmother had passed away. Uh, grandmother on my mother's side. And I'm asleep in bed. And it's early morning. And I was dreaming that my grandmother was running her fingers through my hair. Like she was just doing that. And then I woke up fully awake. And I felt one more, <gasps> one more hand go through my hair. I mean, and I remember thinking my to myself, just got hard. nice. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, my nipples just got hard. No, <laughs> that I am, I am fully awake. I'm not dreaming. I'm not half asleep. I was fully awake, and I felt that. I don't know if it was I, you know, something happened while I was asleep, and I and I dreamt it, or the other way around. So. Uh, it just always stuck with me. So, was it my grandmother? I don't know. It was in my dream. It was my grandmother in my dream. So very weird. That is strange. Now you it were is. up, up, or were you having one of those? No, I was asleep when I was dreaming. You know, I was dreaming about my grandmother, and then I woke up. I was up for about two seconds, you know, but awake, totally, completely coherent, and then whoop, and I went. I just like froze for a second, and then I was fine with it because it was a nice, kind of a nice thing, you know. It wasn't oh, yeah. like you weren't you scared. Know, not like she hit me in the face with a pie or anything, you know. She, she just pie. I don't know. She, she was okay. she was a funny lady. <laughs> she could have she could have hit me with a pie, All but right, that's that's, that's the one that happened directly to me. That okay. is a good one. Day stopped. All right. So, like I said before. You have to listen to my stories with an open mind. You really do. Okay. Hey, we're talking ghost stories. You, you know. So my first ever experience was, I can't remember how old I was when I lost either was my first or second. I think it was my first tooth. And I was so excited that I woke up in the middle of the night and I un went underneath my pillow and my tooth was still there with no money. And I was like, excuse me. So I went to go in my parents' room and like to wake them up and say like, hey, where's the money? And they were like, oh, she didn't come yet. It's okay. So I turned around, I went back in my room, like in the hallway, and I swear to you, I saw a woman with a, a big blue dress. And it's, it's a running joke in my family that I saw the tooth fairy, like, you know, like it's, it's, and I could still see it so vividly in my mind. Like, really? I you saw her still face? See, 
I could still see it. Yes. Like you could describe her to like a sketch artist and yep. And you can get her face. Yep. And she had this like, like a, like a, I guess like a Cinderella type of blue dress with like blue, um, tool and like just sparkly on the bottom. And I remember going, okay, I guess I have to get into bed now. <laughs> She's got like a dollar in her hand, like, oh, back to bed with you. And when I woke up, I remember telling my parents, and they were like, okay. But I can remember this. Like, so I wasn't sleeping because I was up and I just saw this woman in the middle of the hallway going back to my room. So you, I mean, it, is your house, was were there previous owners of your house? Yes. Okay. Any, did you know who they were? Did or? they die there? <laughs> did they die? Um, I think before them, there was owners, and I think that someone died in that house. I believe so. Did she have a glass slipper? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that in certain states in the country, you have to disclose? Yes. Oh, yeah. You have to disclose if there are any deaths in the house. Sure. Yep. Yeah. No, but ghosts, too. Like, the, like really? there's a couple yeah. of, yeah, there's a couple that you have to report. I forget what they call it. Hauntings what if, or whatever they call it. What if you're like, I mean, if, if you're a real estate agent who like has zero belief in that, you still have to. If, 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 if the, if the owner of the house reports it, the real estate agent is going to be like, listen, I yeah. seem to have seen something. Yeah. I think it's bullshit, but whatever. But hey, yeah. who knows? Cause there's a, there was a, there was, there was a story recently. There was a house. For sale, it was based off of one of those movies. Oh, yeah. Not uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There was one of the other ones. Not was it Polter Amityville Horror? No, 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 not Amityville. That's what I was, not Texas Chainsaw, Amityville is what I was thinking. Thank you. Oh, uh, that's a Turner. good one. That house just sold, right? Mm-hmm. You said, yeah. It, it may have, but it was another one that, it's a new movie that was just. That's too close. That house is too close to uh, to where we live. I was going to say. For me. I don't like. <laughs> me too. The proximity of that house. You ever drive by that house? Once. No, you know what? I never have. And I was always interested in doing so. And I like literally live like 10 minutes from it now. So why shouldn't I? Hello? I think Maybe I tomorrow. drove by it. And like, didn't realize I drove by it till like I was a couple blocks past it, and then I went, "Holy crap! I think I just drove by it." Mm. I didn't see it when I was driving by it, though. Yeah, haunted houses freak me out. That's a scare. Not like not like haunted houses you go to, but when oh, people are like, too. "Oh, that house is haunted," and if it's really old, I mean, it's like, ew. yep, some freaky stuff. I think it's your turn. It. I um, oh, this is gonna drive me crazy now. I'm gonna have to find this house. I uh, I've had that feeling though in historic houses. There's a um, there's a farm right where I am here on the North Fork of Long Island, and um, it's older than the country. And you can walk in and kind of like see what things are like. And you could just like there's like a feeling when you go Wait, into these Wait, where places. you have to tell me where because I would go there. It's it's not haunted. They don't tell haunting stories, but it's like there's no way that this is like. 270 years old and some bad things did not happen in this house there's just no way it's know. still functional still operational as a farm yep yeah it's a historic it's hallockville it's called hallockville oh okay I know the hallockville is. museum farm and, and yep. the, there's a old house and it's right on the road and you go in and it looks like family lives there like normal kept the house the way it was yeah all all right, but they're not there. claiming it's haunted or anything not claiming it's haunted but you look at it and it's just so like 
It was like that at my at the first radio station I worked for. It was in Amagansett, which oh, for God. people who don't know, that's like the last town of civilization before you drive forty minutes of nothingness just to get to Montauk. Yeah, the lights on the road stop like three towns before Amagansett. Yeah, and there was, and you would go out the back of this radio station, which was basically just an old house, and there was this was so creepy. There was just before this vast open field, there was just an, a door frame. It was just like an empty door frame that was there. The door to hell. And it was, I swear to you, <laughs> I never me? walked through that door frame ever. How much would it, would it, would it uh, take for you to do that in the middle I would of the never night? Do it. Midnight. See? I, I could tell you, like, when I would leave at like nine o'clock at night and it was getting dark, I was just like, you know, not looking you just, there, not looking, not looking. <laughs> you, know, you just you just see it in your head, like all the spirits coming rushing towards you. I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, that was creepy. So if I gave a million dollars, you wouldn't walk through that no, door I, at, a mil- at, at the middle of the night. I would walk through, but I, but I, it, it was so in my head that I was like, if I walk through that door frame, I don't know You're what. Gonna be changed forever. I don't know what side I'm coming out of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That'd be a good Stephen King thing, like just a door in the middle of nowhere. That, that you can write a whole story about it yeah, yeah. that would oh, be god. something else oh, god that would um be that that you just reminded me of another quick one but that radio station would that the house was supposedly haunted and this i did experience once where one of the rooms would just go frigid cold just frigid cold and there was no the, everything was independently there was independent oh, air conditioner oh, units god. in there and you would just walk in and you would just feel utter, utter cold. That's good stuff. And that, that I did experience once. It oh, was, Jesus it Christ. was creepy. That's it awesome. Was, it was pretty creepy. Uh, but my other one, this is the one I was going to tell, which is so, uh, by the way, we did not know what each other's stories were, No. but mine is very similar to Frank's. I was in, I was in my grandparents' house on my mother's side and my father's father it was very ill and it was like we were kind of we knew it was last days and um i went to i remember i was in i was in my parents room in that house in in my grandparents house but my parents were which was in jersey by the way and my parents were back here in new york tending to my father's father so i was staying with my other grandparents and like i said i was a little kid and i went to bed laid in bed and felt like somebody was looking at me. When I looked up, there was nothing there. I didn't see anything the whole entire night, but it felt the entire night like he was there. Not like, oh, there was some presence. I felt like every time I looked up, I was gonna see him. And I don't know if this is just like a little kid's imagination wandering around, but felt him there the entire night until I fell asleep. Woke up the next morning, spoke to my parents. It turns out he had died like just before bedtime basically and they didn't you know they weren't going to call me and tell me that night so that fucked me up for a a long if they would have just said grandpa died today would have been no issues but when they were like grandpa died last night i was like oh fuck yep he definitely saw you yeah he was there yeah because i would have had no way of like i wouldn't have known it didn't make any sense you know yeah no that's a good one but could have been an overactive child's imagination just running wild. I don't, I don't know. Janine's man. like, no, he was there. No, sorry. <laughs> he was there. One of, my stories, one of my stories is similar. Okay. 
Oh wait, is, is it Frank's turn or your no, turn? No, go ahead. I'll could jump ahead for want. Frank. Go ahead, Frank. All right. Uh, let's see. This one, I'll give you the one that happened to a friend of mine. When they when he was a kid, he has this a brother who's a year they're a year apart, and uh, they shared a room, and his brother, they, my friend's brother, he is a very serious. He was very serious as a kid. Very serious guy. Uh, he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't screw around, lie like that. He doesn't have an active, wild imagination, you know. So, uh, the, my friend said that one day that he saw a man in his room walk to right from across the room into the like the curtains and just disappear into the curtains. What? And he told his parents. And uh, they they didn't believe him and all this, and then they went to his brother, and his brother goes, "Yeah, no, I saw him too." And oh my he, god! And apparently they described it. it was a guy that looked like my father-in-law, tall, skinny, like six foot two or six foot three, skinny guy, and just like walked right across the room into into the curtains, and they both saw him, and they swear to this day. Damn! Damn! Okay, and then. And that it was a friend. It was a friend of Aaron's, my my wife, and she. Yeah, he was in the wedding party. I think. Uh, I don't know if you remember him. Uh, I don't remember your wedding, so don't even. Okay, that's fine. Um, I wasn't invited. My. <laughs> you were invited, probably. Um, so. Then he met. Uh, this was when he was a kid. Then he met my wife's father looked exactly like him and he like freaked out are you kidding me yeah, really yeah he was like holy shit. and he had to oh, tell that wow. story and it was a guy that looked exactly like him and they both swear to this day that it, the guy walked right across their bedroom into the into the curtains oh fuck. okay and just vanished no see uh-uh uh-uh <laughs> uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see it myself but it's still a good one and how old both, were the kids though like six, seven, seven, eight, something like that. And the kids, you know, my friend is probably, you know, he, you could believe him, you cannot believe him, but his brother is a very serious kid. He was a kid, serious kid, serious guy. He, he's serious as an adult. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't like kid around that much. And this, he was like, no, I, I definitely saw it. Oh God! No. That, that's yeah. That's, that is uh, crazy, though. That he looked just like and looked Aaron's just like, father. Yeah. Oh God. Mm-hmm. It's a tall, skinny guy. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my friend, he's Indian, and the ghost they said was just a tall white guy. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Mm-mm. I found the ha- I found out what it was. Do you want me to do it before Janine goes or after? No, go ahead. Sure. Okay. Uh, it's The Conjuring. Did you ever see The Conjuring? Uh, yes. Uh, you know what's funny? I was going to say, was it The Conjuring movie? Yeah. I that, love that series. Isn't that in Connecticut or something? Well, the the I two think... um, spirit guys are from Connecticut. Hmm. Yeah, and look at the image that they chose for the article. Look, look, I mean... What is that? Yeah. That's, 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 that? that's Annabelle. Well, that's Annabelle from the movie. Is that That's Annabelle? Not the, the real Annabelle is actually a uh, Raggedy Ann doll. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the one that they actually was, uh, you know, allegedly haunted. I'll tell you the one thing I can't do in scary movies is ghost little girls. I cannot 
deal with that. <laughs> Ghost kids of any kind what? freak me out. Are you kidding me? I, I don't know what it is. But Do you mean like when they get inside them like and they like start to act? Kid? No, yeah. no, like a no. dead spirit kid. I mean, if I was going to see two ghosts and one of them had a thousand tentacles with knives coming out and it was on fire with huge muscles, I would be like, I have to figure out a way to beat this. If the other one was an eight-year-old girl, I would just panic and die. Oh was, my. There's something <laughs> eerie. That's why The Shining oh, fucked yeah, no. me up for a long time. <laughs> I think that's why I can't be alone for extended periods of time. I feel like I'm going to turn into The Shining. Do you ever I'd, walk through a, a hotel hallway and be like, oh, this is, I can't do nah, this. Ever walk through a hotel hallway? I walked through that, that hotel hallway. Did you that's, really? It's in Colorado. Yeah. And I went there. Coincidentally, it's the same hotel that they filmed Dumb and Dumber at. Oh, that's funny. I didn't when know that. Harry and Lloyd go there. It's the same exact hotel. It's the Shining Hotel. Yeah, it's the in Colorado. Overlook Get out of hotel. here. Oh, it's, that's nice. So it was it, did it look the same, the carpet, the everything? Yeah, the hallways are weird. They have the, the room where he stayed, where he wrote the movie. What's his name? King? Was that Stephen mm -hmm. King? Mm-hmm. They have that. There's like a thing on it. It's like way more expensive to stay in that room and shit. And then they say that people people still see things, and one people really? who stay in that room see shit all the time. No, thank you. Yeah, okay. not freaky. For me. Freaky. All right. So here's the story. Uh, let me see here. One family bought the real life home that was in The Conjuring. Madison wow. Heinzen has amassed a huge following on TikTok thanks to her videos of the Harrisville, Rhode Island home, Rhode the site of real life events in the 2013 horror film. Heinz and Home, which her parents bought in 2019, has documented claims of paranormal activity. She's also witnessed spooky happenings while living there, and in one particular incident, she claims to have seen a ghost. Uh, quote, this happened last year when I was in the kitchen. I was eating dinner by myself, and I saw someone run by me. Oh. I caught it by the left corner of my eye, and all I saw was a veil and a skirt, and it just vanished into thin air. This had all happened in a span of three seconds, and I just sat there in complete disbelief, not knowing what to do afterwards. Move? When she told her parents what uh, she witnessed, they let her know that other people have claimed to see her too, describing the spirit as a woman in a wedding dress. So that's what's really freaky is this little girl didn't even know this shit was going on. And then when she told her parents, they were like, uh, sit down. Maybe I have something yeah. to tell you. Oh, yeah. That wasn't your imagination. There are ghosts. Have a good, yeah. Wait, have a good night's which, sleep. Which house is it? Because is it like a like a woody one? Because there, there was a few Conjuring movies. And if, I'm thinking of the one where the family moved it? in with all the... The family yeah, moved like in a, with all the girls. That is a Woody look. It looks like Woody. Yeah, siding, that looks yeah. that looks like it. Then okay. Because I've seen the whole entire. Frank, have you seen the series? No. <gasps> it's so good. <laughs> but see, like that's like that type of horror movie is my favorite. See, I like you know I would love a, a good horror movie like that, but for me, it, the jump scares just take me right out of it. Like they. You turn and like all the music just goes Bleh! and you're like, come on, the music scared me. You know, it's not. No, the... it's you have to watch the series because it's really good. I don't know if they're up to four or five movies in it, but you know how like when they make sequels and prequels, oh, yeah, they they're not good. Yeah. Not this one. These stay with it. huh? This they Yes. But I mean, like, I'll like 
what I like about this is that it's based on like mostly all true events, like all the movies, all these things that happen in the movies. Cause I researched it because I was like, I want to find out, you know, uh, but I mean, it's so good. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy stuff. There's a, uh, if you look, I mean, that just came to me that this thing that if you look on, on YouTube, there's a ghosts of Carmel, Maine, Ooh. It's a guy that lives in Maine and he just has a camcorder and he, and he goes around his house and he claims that there's a, a oh, spirit God. living in there. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to look at and it. he has all these videos of this. He calls it, uh, I forget what he calls it, like shadow dude or shadow guy or something like that. And he just uh, he walks into a room and there's just the shadow right there in the, in the middle of the room. And then it just like disappears. Right. No, and then thank you. He turns and, uh, you know, and it's just in his face and he's like, Oh God. And, and you, you hear him like, ah. and then you hear like the thing talking to him. Like it's, it's insane. I have to watch that. Well, let me tell you the rest of this for people who haven't seen the movie and then, and then we'll get to Janine. Um, the house was built in 1736. It was previously known as the old Arnold estate. It's on eight and a half acres of land. There's something about vast Having, yeah, exactly. property. Yeah, it makes you feel alone. Um, the owners, the, the girl's parents said that they witnessed doors opening, footsteps, and knocks. They didn't feel that anything was evil happening, but they could tell that there was a lot going on. Conjuring is based on a real-life accounts of the Perrin family who lived in the Rhode Island home. Carolyn and Roger Perrin, along with their five daughters, moved into the house during the 1970s, where they first reported small yet inexplicable events. Andrea Perron, the oldest daughter, revealed at the time uh, that the seller hadn't disclosed the location's vile history of murder, rape, and suicide, and only left the family with one warning as she handed off the keys. Oh, God. Leave the lights on at night, she said. Oh, come on. That is fucked up. That is fucked up. That it is. wasn't long before these events escalated, such as bed shakings early in the morning smells of rotting flesh, a broom Ooh. moving from place to place, and small piles of dirt that would appear after fresh after a freshly swept kitchen floor. That's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I just clean there, damn it. What the hell? Go ahead, Jay Zabs. All right. I just thought of something else too, so I had to mention that one. But um <laughs> when I was younger um, there was these boys down the block who they had a we wait Ouija board. Am I saying mm -hmm. that right? Yep. And like during the summer, we would always play with it. And like you know, wait the Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm just trying to keep everybody on the page. Yeah. And so the boys, their parents rented a an apartment, but it was two different floors. And so they were like, let's play the Ouija board. And we're like, okay. Like, you know, like you think it's a joke, whatever, it's fake. And they started to tell me how when they were doing it one day, not it, but the Ouija board, mm -hmm. that this spirit came through. And I don't even want to say his name because that's how this much freaked, this freaked me out. All right, all right, whatever you do, don't say it three times because I know that's always bad. <laughs> and said that this spirit said that he killed his family in a fire and that like obviously this could be an urban legend but like back then i didn't have 
internet, so you know you don't know what what's yeah, real. It's hard what's to look that up. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. exactly. So it was like, yeah, he's he said like he set a fire in his house and his parents burnt and his siblings and he was just one he wanted to talk to someone through this. So one day I was like, all right, let's play it. Like, you know, this is, you know, this is bullshit, whatever. But I felt something that day. Like, I can't even describe it. Like, it, I didn't feel like this was fake at all. I felt very uncomfortable. And for you, you know, for me to feel uncomfortable, come on. That takes an awful lot. Yeah. And there's and so, no Ouija HR either. <laughs> and I was just very like, I can't do this. And so their mother had come over, was talking to my mother and me and just saying like, they had to move because like, she felt like she was like, you know, like saying like, we have to move because now the spirits in our, in our apartment, like Uh, you didn't say goodbye. You have to like close it out. Like the, like toys were coming down the stairs and like, she had, Hmm. she kept hearing like a kid laughing yeah exactly and like you know i was like i remember hearing this and i was like yeah okay but like after feeling that like i was just like shit this is real this is real <laughs> like no I, you laugh but like i can't describe the feeling i it was just so like i felt something was there and i didn't feel like it was right did it feel like i mean it's hard to I, it, what's so frustrating about those things is that you can't tell if yeah. you're if someone else is moving it or not exactly well that's the whole thing but the thing is i felt and don't laugh at me see you're gonna laugh i felt i felt a force i felt something just oh, i don't even know how to describe it it's just i i'd say you can't you don't know how it feels until you've been through it really like like what on your hand like, okay but like, i and I, i'm not doubting you but again much like with me do you feel like it was real or was it like the overactive imagination of a of a were you just absolutely were you just terrified no i i really well here's the thing too like other things have happened to me in my life which i'll share with you that i know for me personally it and don't I, tell and me I, you got a fucking spirit following you around because I'll never <laughs> hang out with you ever again. I guess I don't know if it'll get latched onto me. I can't have it. It's, hard, yeah, it's hard to say because, like I said, like certain people believe in certain things. And as far as like ghosts and spirits and all of that stuff, and unless you've been through it, I don't blame you doubting it. But if you've been through something, then you're not going to doubt it. You're because making me feel like I haven't been through anything right now. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Hey. I feel like my stories were bullshit. And uh, honestly, like that, those people didn't live there much longer. But I always wondered, because it was like one of the bigger houses on the block. It was like a three-family house. And I always wondered if they had problems like afterwards. But like after the mother said that, that these things were, toys were falling down the stairs and you know, from like the third floor to the second floor, just, just things. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is for real. Like, you know what I find I, interesting? Like you don't often hear stories of ghosts following people, but rather they do get stuck in locations a lot. Yeah. Don't you find that to be true? Like yeah. that yeah. seems to be the, the case. That seems right. Except for that is true. paranormal activity. Right. 
it's just, around, I think. It's just, uh, but I just want to mention this quick. Um, that story, the conjuring, the girl just, you know, she said she, the conjuring house, she said she saw someone flash by. Yeah. Um, I was at someone's house and I've been there, I had been there a few times and I had always kind of felt like something in the corner of my eye, like move. And one time I was just like, wait, at the same house, at this, at this person's house? Um, no, a different person's house. Okay. And like I said, I, and this is later on, and like this is like only a couple of years ago. And I just kind of felt like, because she has like a, a long stretch and then it goes into the kitchen. And I just felt like something like whizzing past me. And I'm like, and one time the person who Tassa was at caught my eye and she was like, did you just see something? And I was like, well, kind of like, and she's like, have you seen it before? And I said, actually, yes. Like I, and she's like, well, I didn't want to tell you. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> For real? Was, I'm not kidding you. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you have to tell me? And she's just like, well, we kind of have something here. And I was like, oh, what do you mean you have something here? Like, and she's like, we believe we have a spirit in this house because we've we've caught it passing us that's fun and she's like um she's like i noticed like the last couple of times you were here you kind of looked like for something or you you know you saw it she's Man, like i could I, just tell that you saw it if i saw something like that i i would i don't know i remember being home one day by myself i was like a teenager this isn't even a ghost story but i heard something Stopping. just just i heard something in the in the kitchen uh, no i was heard something in the kitchen a move like a plate if he something. wasn't he had just finished go ahead <laughs> right or i was about to you know. <laughs> so i heard something in the kitchen move and the kitchen was on the opposite side of the house it was one floor i was in my room and by myself in the house and i just remember i was, I was watching tv and i remember just yelling out listen i don't care if there's a ghost here this is me by myself just yelling into an empty house I don't care if there's a ghost here. Just don't show yourself to me or I'll freak out. Do whatever you want to do. Just leave me alone, please. <laughs> I remember yelling that by myself. You surrendered to a ghost. I just was like, you know what? You got it. You do whatever you want. You move all the plates. Just don't show yourself to me because I'll freak out. Don't put the sheet over yourself. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm done. And I just. Uh... All right. I, I feel now we have to get to this portion of this uh, special. What what is this? What do you think this is? Are these dead people whose spirits haven't moved on? Is it like that unfinished business thing? Is it what is it? Like what do you obviously have to have a belief about this? Me personally or him? You're seeing shit. This one's screaming at an empty house. Yeah, there's gotta you have to have some sort there's gotta be some sort of belief system here that you guys feel that th these things exist. There go ahead. I definitely believe in ghosts. I definitely believe in spirits. I, I get that. Believe, but, what do you, but what do you think it is? Like, is I it... think it's certain things that happened to me that I've seen. I definitely believe it's it's people who I know. Um, and like as far as the person, in, like that thing in the, my friend's house, 
probably a spirit that couldn't move on from that house. Okay, that fucking freaks me the hell out because I don't want to <laughs> get stuck here. That's my thing. I like oh, to be right. right in line with where I'm supposed to be at at the time. Being fucking stuck somewhere for some reason <laughs> will drive me crazy. But the reasoning for that is, like, they say that a lot of people who die can't, like, they can't move on from that. They can't believe that they're actually dead. They can't so come to terms with it. They can't come to terms with it, so they have to stay where they are. Yikes. There's a See, this would panic me because I'd be like, I, "Was there? Did I miss a step in the manual? Shouldn't somebody? Is there customer service? Can I call somebody yeah, to come pick me up? What do I do here? What's the next move? How do I get the fuck out of here? Because if I have to, if I'm left to my own devices to solve it, I'll never. I'll be miserable for eternity. There's a theory that when you see something like that, like just something walking across a room or whatever it is, that it's, and I don't know if I, how if I believe this or not, but this is this theory that it's like leftover energy from that person and they just have to keep doing that same motion mm. over the whole, it's like a, almost like a, um, uh, like they did this motion and it's like something that they're about, like they, if they're running, you know, then it's what, it's something meaningful that, that it's just a lot of energy was, you know, it's hard to explain. I know what you mean. Yeah, but it's like a glitch almost in there in yeah in in the energy of the world. It's just like a leftover kind of yep. We call it a spirit, but it's just like their biological energy that you could just that manifests. I guess I don't know. That's creepy. This was like I feel like nobody talks about this anymore. But years ago, they used to tell this story all the time that when somebody died in a room, somebody would always go run over and open up a window. Yeah. I've heard that too. All the time. Just to like, let them out. Yeah. To let them out, which always drove me crazy because I'm like, what do you think? These people are like, you can't go through walls. So you're getting stuck in window. You know, you got yeah, that, no, that window got, open. Just climbing out a window. Like, <laughs> yeah. damn it. Can't we open the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that always seemed weird to me, but they. By the I mean, well, let me just say this. Unless, Frank, you want to go. Okay. Well, I wanted to tell the story about what the one that I had similar to Anthony's. Wait, is this the big story? Because we're saving your big story for last. This is this is a big story. The big the story or a big story? Well, I kind of have two big stories. One is like very short, though. All right, tell your short one. Go ahead. Okay. Or tell your less great one. Okay, this is like a this I think is a less great one. But, okay. Um. So as you know, obviously I lost my first daughter, and Diana, and. Her room When did was this happen? I don't remember this. 2017. <laughs> and it was like, I want to say three weeks after it happened. And when it happened, we were in the middle of doing the room for her, like setting it up for her. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. We weren't sure. I knew what colors I wanted to use. I wanted to use like aqua and coral and gray. So after it happened, we were like, should we still paint the room? Like, what do we do? Yeah, we know we want to have another one, but like, what do we do? Like, we were, we were kind of torn. So we were in there and we were looking at the walls and we're like, should we do, should we just do blue and um, gray and that's it? And then just add a color later on, like, you know, for a boy or a girl, whatever. And then I was like, what do you think about like just doing like 
what we originally wanted to do, like just coral and blue, like, or just, just coral and, and gray. And he was like, that's kind of girly. Like, what if it's a boy next time? And I was just like, well, we didn't know if it was a boy this time, blah, blah, blah. And then when I said something like, all right, I think we should do coral and pink and gray. We heard this noise in this room that I can tell you. And Gaetano's not a believer. My husband, he's not like me. Like he doesn't, he's like, everything's bullshit, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't believe in anything. He yeah, doesn't, sure. no, you could just see it. And he looked at me and we both felt, we both said this, like, we both felt like it was like Diana telling us, you have to pick this color. What noise? Because what was it, was like, it was like a thump in the room. It was kind of like, 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 come on. It was just like a weird, like, and we never heard that noise before. It didn't come from outside. It came from inside the room. It wasn't heat because it was July. It was just, it was just the weirdest thing. And we were like, that was definitely her. Like that was you, her telling us, you better pick the coral and the gray because it's going to be a girl next time. And it was, but it was just like the weird, and cause you know him, he looked at me and he was just like, what uh, was that? I think we have to use coral and gray. <laughs> And you never heard it before, it. and you never heard it since. Never heard it before, never heard it since. It was Holy just like shit. It was just like this energy and this just like thump in the room. It was just so, I can't even describe it. How the fuck are you gonna top that story? I have a. It's a good one. So I mean, like, there's been a lot of other things that have happened with her too, but that's a big one, I'd say. Especially because it was just like right after everything that happened. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's a, a good one. one. So it it was it was funny because somebody asked, like, how, why did you paint Eliana's room this color? Like, you guys knew it was a girl, and he looked at me like, no, we didn't. But someone else told us that it was going to be. <laughs> it was kind of hands are tied on this one, right? Because yeah. we didn't kinda find out to. until you know all the babies came out because we don't like to find out before, but it was just, it was just so weird that it happened like right at that moment, right when we're deciding the color. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's well, a crazy that's a, story. That's a good one. Ooh. <laughs> good that, stuff. That is a good one. Yes. And again, let us know in the comments. That. <laughs> you, you don't like what you say? How do you follow up with that? I, don't, I can't follow that. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, go, go ahead, Frank. You were gonna put a nice plug in. Go ahead. I was gonna say, let us know in the comments what you believe, or if you believe there are spirits or ghosts, or what you think it is. And if you have any stories of your own, feel free to share them with us, because uh, they're all interesting. No matter what you think, they're all interesting. Yeah. All right. This was my favorite ghost story until that one. Um, <laughs> But uh, this was told to me uh, by a couple uh, who I always just adored. We were out at a oh, company thanks. gathering and they told me this ghost story and it just it stuck with me forever. I haven't I, I don't remember all the details, so it's going to be a little sketchy and I'm not going to just make shit up to fill in the gaps. I'll just tell you what I remember about it. But the basically the story was is this couple, they went and they bought a uh an old like bed and breakfast like like an old not motel but 
kind of like a big bed and breakfast. It's just Beetlejuice. No. Ooh. That wasn't a bed and breakfast, was it? Was their last name the Maitlands? No. No, it wasn't a bed and breakfast. No. It was just a big house. So they they buy this thing and you know it's completely abandoned. There's like twelve rooms, but it's not like it's all in one house. It's kind of like motel style. Like there there was like a big long house and it's kind of there's like two floors you know to the to the the rooms one stack of rooms on top of another and so uh you know they were in there and they were you know renovating and they were like it was going to be this long-term thing they moved in right away but they were going to fix it up over time and open up this bed and breakfast and they had this um phone system where like it was an old like hotel phone system where when you picked up to call the front desk there was a bank of lights and the the whatever room it was coming from the light it it would show this way you knew which room it was so they could go get towels or you know uh, uh, pillows or whatever so they're in the you know they're in their um they're in the 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 first floor one night and they just hear footsteps and so now they're panicking because they're like somebody's in the you know somebody got in the house in the in the building and so they go flashlights look around can't find anybody nowhere don't think anything of it okay that's weird whatever they kind of like wrote it off as a ghost like you know whatever then uh a couple nights pass, same thing. Footsteps again in the same location. Now they're really now they literally go and open up every single room, go through like into the bathrooms, like you know, they're they're like if somebody a kid or whatever is in here messing around with us, we're gonna you know find them. God. Cannot find a thing. By the way, they're in the middle of nowhere. It's like on a hilly, like upstate New York, like there's Wait. nothing around, you know. Third time it happens, the fucking phone in the lobby rings and they look at the, the like, is somebody calling from the outside? No, one of the lights from the room is is lit up. So now they're like, what, you know, so now they're like, their first inclination was, is we got them. They don't know. They're just, if this is some kid fucking around, run up to the room, nobody there, nobody in sight. And they said that this would happen all the time from time to time where they would just hear the phone ring and they would look and it was always the same exact room. obviously something's going on in that room you know they got i were at me i'd be like all right we got to get an investigation into this room something's weird something weird happened here yeah you know we got to figure out what this is and this was like in the 70s so this is like an old story so this was like before you could like put a camera in the room or whatever to see what the hell was going on but that's basically that was the whole story and they never figured out what it was they never, they never went through with the renovation. They wound up selling it to some farm family or something. I wonder if it still exists, that place. Yeah, I don't know. I think I remember them saying the part of the story was they sold it to a family. 
I think it was like an adjacent farm or whatever, and they just wanted the land. They could care less. So they knocked it down. They had no plans for the house or whatever. No, I don't even think they were going to touch the house. I think they were just going to let it sit there and and rot. So the couple was like, this is a perfect scenario. They could do whatever, yeah. and we can get out of this and be but gone. That, yeah, no, thank you. That's creepy. Yeah, no, that's, you know, you bring in everybody to investigate it, electrician, phone guy, creeks, you know, whoever. If they can't find it, see you later. I'm selling this place. Oh my God, no. It's no. Nope. Well, thank you. Or kind of yep. Yeah, that's my favorite one of all time because there's there's a practicality to it for some reason. Like you know, yeah. I feel like you eliminate a lot of the bullshit in there. Yep. And and yep. there's a physical interaction. Like there had to be something that was making that, you know, phone ring. Yeah. And that light weird. go off. I, did they check the, the phone? Like, was it off the hook? I, I think they they said they, like, unplugged it and they did all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely, definitely spirit. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, now you could argue, was it, like, a short in the line somewhere where the thing just, like, would ring randomly or whatever? I mean, I don't know, maybe, oh. I guess. Jean got scared and left. Couldn't handle it anymore. I will be devastated if we don't get her back for the big oh, story. Oh, she's got the big story. Pumping for like months. I've got one too. I got another one. My big one. Oh, okay. Hold on. Here she's back. She's back. Okay. They didn't uh, want me to tell the story. Uh, big ghost. Frank was going to tell his. Do you have time for Frank's and then yes. yours and then we'll wrap it up? Okay. No, got I got kicked off. That's what happened. Oh. All right. So is there a ghost in your house? Maybe. Uh, so. This what this happened when I was young, when I was, I guess, ten or so. When I was young, I lived with my mom and my older brother. My brother's two years older than me, so my brother and I shared a room. My mom, her room was it was our room, bathroom, my mom's room, uh, and this little hall that connected everything. And I was asleep, so I didn't see or hear or witness any of this. This is my brother and my mom tell me this happened. I can't vouch, you know. I can only vouch for them telling me. So middle of the night, my brother wakes up. I'm asleep. And he looks over at my bed. And he sees a shadow. A man. Shadow of a man kneeling at the foot of my bed. <laughs> oh, my God. So many jokes. Just I'm, I'm sleeping in bed. And there's a, someone like this kneeling at my bed. Wait, so he this, sees like the shadow on the shadow. wall. No, like, like a like it looked like a silhouetted person, in the like off the wall, not up against the wall. You know, like a shadowy figure. Um, now this was, I don't know, a year or two after, maybe a year after my grandfather passed away. Okay, my grandfather, who was an electrician. So, my brother sees this man he doesn't he doesn't really recognize he run he gets up runs into my mother's room wakes her up mom is there's, there's a someone in our, in our room there's someone in our room she gets up comes in the room no one turned the lights on i'm still asleep no one there my mom and my brother start smelling my grandfather's cologne mm. okay mm -hmm. it, it's like the only thing he, he they smell it and the bathroom light at the time never worked I don't know what made her do it, but my mom went to flip on the bathroom light and it worked. Oh, shit. My, my grandfather being an electrician, I don't know. 
Oh it shit. Was him there. I didn't witness this, but my Did it always work after that then or no? Yeah. That worked from shit, then on. Okay. I'm I'm regretting this episode. Like I'm uncomfortable with this <laughs> whole right? thing now. I'm I hate that we did this. Yeah. Well, I really <laughs> hate that we did this. But it's it's a positive one. Yeah, no, that's a good you know, one. he didn't hurt anything, you know, he wasn't there was no Yeah, positive spirit. for you in this instance. You I'm I'm gonna come across one of these like spiteful pieces of shit spirits. Yeah, why do they do that? What do you what are they what's their goal there? Just I don't to know. fuck with you. Just to mess with you? I mean come on. Be nice. Like an angry spirit. Come on, that's you don't want that. No, why are they so angry? I mean maybe the you know, I'm sure there's a reason, but I didn't do anything. <laughs> Leave me alone. But th no, that was a positive one, you know. Oh, I like this one. They're assuming it was my grandfather, but yeah, definitely. Know. So that's sorry. Me. That's my big one. God, Anthony's wife is gonna have to spoon him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm tired of doing it. I'm not... <laughs> is she right there, babe? I'm gonna have trouble sleeping tonight. I'm... Yeah, she's right here. You're not gonna like my next story then. Oh, here we go. Come hold me. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was 12, almost 13 years old. And since we only had one, my brother didn't have an air conditioner in his room, so I had one in my room, so he was sleeping on the floor. Hold on, hold on. Did he sell it to settle a gambling debt? <laughs> That sounds like, yes, uh, at, at 10. Just knowing like your brother. Yeah, yep. that's okay. So, I just want to give people the background. Go ahead. I woke up in the middle of the night, freezing, freezing. And even from when I was young, I never got cold, really. I've always been a hot tempered person, um, mind and actual body heat. So I remember I was like, why am I so cold? Like I have to put long sleeve pajamas on. Like, what is this? I, I never wear long sleeve pajamas, not even the, in the winter. So I put them on and as I turned around, I saw like this spirit come in my room, kind of like kiss my brother and then like just float out and just, just leave. When you say spirit, what did you say? It looked like, it looked like a ghost of a man. Like it just, floating? yes. And it just came in, kissed my brother and then left. And I remember like, I wasn't scared. It was, I knew not to be scared, if that makes sense. And the next morning, my mother came in the room at six o'clock in the morning and she opened up the door and she is like, and I'm like, grandpa died. And she was like, how'd you know? How'd you know? And I was like, I just know. I got to change my shorts. We had the same fucking story. That was crazy. Yeah, it's exactly. And she was just like, oh, like, you know, he wasn't sick at the time. He was sick like two years prior, maybe even three years prior and was doing okay. And then just had a heart attack in the middle of the night and died but like i wonder if my mom still even remember, remembers this story because it really like i just knew that it was him 
and I wasn't scared. Like I, ah, See, it's hard to nice describe. One. It's hard, yeah. But no, none. No, that's not nice. It's that's nice. Not, <laughs> that's scary. Isn't that like heart? Isn't that like um, comforting to know no. that like, you know, if there's an afterlife, which we I believe in, that it's there's niceness to it, and there's a, you know, there's an existence, and it's it's nice. It's comforting. It's. I just knew. And Did you like, recognize? Like you could see what he looked like, or I he just, just looked like a mist, or what? Yeah, describe the yes. Yeah. Good. It yes, looked good. like it looked like a mist, but I knew it was a man, and like I didn't realize it until like, was like, it black, white? It was white. It was like a. It was like like a. It was a white mist, like in the shape of a person. Yep. Full head to toe. Yep. Floating or See, walking uh, floating. in? Floating. Floating in. That's the, black mists matter too. Can I just say that? I don't want people to get Oof. the wrong impression about this podcast. Like, it's yeah, okay. but it's just, I and like you say about the smell. So where my grandparents lived, um, it was like a three family house, like upstairs, downstairs, and then to the side. And when you walked in the front of their house, there was this certain odor. I, I can't even describe it. And a parent like, odor. No, it, it, just the smell of the house. Yeah. Sometimes I will smell it out of nowhere. And I'm like, whoa, like it just brings me back. And it's not like a food. It's not like mold. It's just like a, a certain smell. I know I don't even know what it is, but sometimes I'll, I'll all of a sudden smell it. And I'm like, Oh shit, that's their house. And I haven't been it in, in over twenty years. So it's it's fucking crazy. Okay, does it weird you out that we've not shared these stories with one another ever? And we all had basically a similar story, like a yeah. similar experience. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we, I, I don't know. We never really tell you know, we never discuss ghosts. Stories. Yeah, we, yeah. we discussed stupid things like politics. That doesn't right. matter. Moronic, stupid politics. Exactly. Nobody's going to believe that this was like totally un, unplanned, that yeah. we all had. That's nobody's going to believe. Oh, these when, are legit stories yeah. that we never told each other. Absolutely. That's when you when you said the thing about Anthony, when that story, I was like, wait, that's basically what happened to me. Like some fun stuff. And the cold, I'll tell you right now, I still remember like being so, so cold. Yeah, and just the, waking up like, wait a minute, like this ain't cold, going away. Cold, but like, uh, not scared, right? You right, said? I wasn't scared. Yeah. No, no. So I in in the cold in the radio station. It was a cold that, like, I can't describe to people. Even if you ran the best air conditioner in the world mm -hmm. for like twenty minutes. Which the unit that was in this room was, I mean, it couldn't, it barely could do like anything. It, it, that was like, it, that was, it, it was like, un, not unbearable cold, but you were like, it was, it was just, it, it was a cold that was physically impossible to have happen with that air conditioner in that room. Yeah. There's a place, um, a castle in like Ireland or Scotland. Um, my wife went there before we even met. She went over there. Um, and did like one of those ghost tours and this is in scotland or wherever it was and Ooh. in a castle you know Ooh. and there's a there's a story there that there's a ghost that and there's document 
of it. There's like pictures that some people go there and when they leave, they're not hurt, but there's marks on them. Okay, there's like scratches or bruises and stuff, but they didn't feel it happen. And they take pictures, they document it, they write down their name and all that stuff. And the story goes that when you go to this place, you know, they walk you through it and they, they tell you that the spirit that's there purposely makes it hotter Ooh. so that you'll spread apart so that you'll separate from the group. Oh. Because if it's cold, everybody kind of huddles together a little bit, but it makes it warmer in there. And if you feel it getting warmer, then it's the ghost or the spirit trying to push you apart from the group. And then it makes, and that's how these people get their marks somehow. And then they, when they come out of the tour, they have like a mark on them and they notice it. Oh, shit. Yeah. And like, it kind of, <laughs> isn't that weird? That's a good one. Like, it makes you hot. So you like push, you get like kind of, you walk away from everyone and then you're, you're on your own. So, so I kind of had like, I wouldn't say experience, but whatever, um, in Italy, in Rome. In the Colosseum, across the street from the Colosseum, I'm forgetting the name of the place, but it has like all the old Pizza Hut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot the name of it right now, but it's like, you know, ruins. And there was a certain spot that I just felt like, I don't know, again, it was just like this very odd feeling. And I was just like, Whoa, is like this, is there someone here with me? It was very, very... Inside, like, outside, where, like you were in? It was outside. You were outside. I feel like you're the kid from The Sixth Sense, and <laughs> I don't know if we can carry on a friendship anymore. Yeah, but your thing is I feel dead people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was very... I mean, I did see my grandfather and whatever else, but it was just, it was just a certain feeling. And you know what? I never even Googled it, but just... I, and I don't know. I'm sure. I you don't know, know. It was just very. How many people died there? You know, that's well, that's sure. Obviously, sure there's something. If if a place is going to be haunted, it's a place where so many people. Like they say, um, uh, Gettysburg. You go. Oh yeah, it's true. Too. People you say go that. Go there, yeah. like Civil War stuff. And you see right. soldiers. People see all kinds of stuff there. Well, in high school, don't make fun of me, but um, I took Latin and like learned about like, you know, all of ancient Rome and everything. And I felt very connected to it all. I know that sounds weird, but connected it was to... like, just, just connected to like that time. Like and, just and just, just like that specific time, ancient Rome, oh. everything to do with ancient Rome. And even, even hey, maybe a former too. life. Maybe, do you ever go to a, um, what a former life? psych? no. <laughs> It's like, I don't know what the... Uh, the Past Lives Pavilion? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The PLP? Well, what's funny that you say that... Um, so the Latin teacher that I actually named Diana after, um, when we were in high school, she took us to see... Um, I am, what is it called? Spartan? I am... Sp what is 300? That no, it was, it was back in 1990. A gladiator? Gladiator, there you go. And so she took all of us. It was very cool that, you know, we actually got to go to the movies to see that kind of movie in high school. And after it, she was so 
she she said that she was so like physically and mentally tired that I, I guess she saw a psychic afterwards and they were like because you lived through that in your life and watching it on the screen like just watching it and seeing exactly what happened made you go through it again because they said you were definitely being in your married past to life. russell crowe or being yeah. <laughs> Just living through those ancient times. And I remember her telling me, like, no joke, to this day, I remember her saying, Janine, I've never been more tired in my life after watching, after seeing a movie. She's like, I saw, I watched a movie. Like, how can a movie, watching a movie make you tired? She said, forget well, about it. To be fair, after I watch Armageddon, I feel like I just ran a marathon. <laughs> you ever watch that movie? It's like the most intense, nonstop action movie. Any Michael Bay movie, basically. Yeah, that's true. I forgot he even did that one, but it was just, I don't know, just, I think being like, even like, like Anthony said, like in the South, like all these like old timey places, like things can happen. Yeah. I mean, uh, the South and the North, I mean, just as old. Yeah, it's true too. But I guess it's just more, what's that? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. You could look at Salem. Yeah, I was going to say Salem. I was going to say, like, when you start talking about, like, Rome and shit, like, it's even worse. It's, it's even older. It's like an older part of the world. So it's... Yep. They're more pissed off that they're still stuck there. But I made a joke about the Past Lives Pavilion. That's from Defending Your Life, the Albert Brooks movie. Like, God. Do you believe that? That we had, like, former... Because in, in that... Do you, you guys sell that movie? or No. no. Okay. Uh, it's Watch this movie. It is... What year is it made in? It's so good. 80-something. <laughs> Can't watch anything before 90. <laughs> it was 1991, and the the whole premise, it's him, it's Albert Brooks, and uh, the blonde, what's her name, the iconic actress? Oh. Meryl Streep, thank you. And Rip Torn, phenomenal. The whole premise is, is they die, and they go to Judgment City. And the the idea is, is that the universe decides if you're ready to move on to your next part of life, or if you have to go back to Earth to try again and the idea is is that we live people live in fear and the the less feel fearful you are the more that's yeah the more ready you are to grow you know and so they they go through not like a trial but every day they go in and they watch portions of their own life with judges and everything and after like four days or the, whatever amount of time they get, they decide on whether or not they move forward. You mean I'm life. gonna have to rewatch these podcasts eventually? <laughs> yes, yeah, oh, a lot of people, but a lot of people around me judging it. But it's so wonderful because it's Albert Brooks and it's Meryl Love Streep Albert and like and Meryl Streep. She gets put into this like luxurious five star hotel, and he has like the Motel Six. You know, she has three three days to look at in her life where he has like 14 like so it's to be fair she's Meryl Streep right and she does all these wonderful things and it's so clear that she's moving on and he's just not but they have like one of the great things in the movie is like you can eat whatever you want and food just comes out like instantly so everybody's like eating all this food and it's so delicious but one of the activities that they have in what they call Judgment City is the Past Lives Pavilion and you go there and you put your hand on this plate and then you see who you were. Oh, I would like that. In previous lives. And it's just such a wonderful look at like what the what's, afterlife could be. What's the name of the movie? It's called Defending Your Life. Defending Your okay, Life. Okay, maybe I'll look Def- at it. 
Defending Your Life, 1991. It's one of the great Albert Brooks movies of all time. It's really, really good. Nice. <sighs> but that being said, do you think, Janine, now hearing all these stories, do you think some people are more prone to this or closer connected to whatever yes. than others? Well, yes. But the thing is, and how to say this the right way, some people are more open than others meaning like and it's not even it's not be about being like closed-minded it's just like like your 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 own being like being open to it and like and and honestly like like i i know you probably don't believe in psychics whatever but they're psychics for a reason i believe that we all have different abilities it's just that some people a know how to use them and b are more open and i i truly i truly believe that i do because do i believe that there's people who pretend to be psychics and aren't absolutely but there's people who really do like have gifts and not that they could see the future but they know certain things there's like six and the rest of them are running scams (laughs) And it's like, like things that have happened to me, they can't be coincidences. And especially like all the things that have happened with Diana and I'm, you know, I just gave you one, but there's been so much more. But here's what I find interesting about this, because I think I'm a skeptical person. You are. And I feel like you're not far behind me. No. I don't feel like you're one of these open people. Well, I do. Yeah, you're very um, open to the experience, to the I'm I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical in different ways. Like there's much more that I believe in in this aspect and this like whatever you want to call it than other things. I I I'm I I know I'm not as open as I I could be. I know it. Who's you know who? To be like, uh, I'm open to everything. You got to have some, uh, a little bit of skepticism or else you'll just believe everything. And no, it's and not. Get, it's and you get taken for a ride that. sometimes. It's not, it's not even that. It's not being like, I don't believe in that. It's like just your, just your own like mind. It's, it's something like that they say you can't really control. Okay. It's like, just what your makeup, your whole. Yeah. It's just. But the then there's, you are. there's other things you can do to make you more open. Yeah. So it's not just like a matter of going, all right, I'm open. I'll, I'll, right. It's just part of who you are. Yep. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like I'm open to it, like to see, you know, but I don't, I, I feel like if I ever saw, I'm a big believer of God only gives you what you could handle for the most part, you know, like, and I don't know if I can handle running into a ghost. I think I would just drop. I was going to say, I am not open. Spirits of the world, just know. It's closed right here. The shop is closed. Yeah. I mean, if I'm with a group of people, if I'm like by myself, like in my basement, no thank you. But if I'm like having a party and something happens, then I'll be like, I could could handle that. I don't know why. But But here's the thing too. Like they say when people pass on that they like to come and visit people who are still living, mm-hmm. but some people are not open enough and some people they know are too scared to see it. Yeah. 
I'm sure there were rules, just like here. There is, and it, it's hard to say, like, you know, over. I don't want to say overthink everything, but you just have to be more open. Like, I, like honestly, that is, yeah. like, rule number one. Now, I'm not sure if I believe in if they're psychics, if they're real or not. I'm sure that 99.99% are full of shit and just conning people. But if there are real ones, I'm open to that, fine. But one story that my, uh, my wife tells me, her mom went to a psychic when they were kids, uh, when my wife was a kid. And so her mom went to the psychic and the psychic was telling her, I think I told you the same thing, I'm not sure. Psychic was telling her, uh, oh, your, your husband is in realty and he's not, but he goes, she goes, your husband's in realty. And she goes, no, he's not in realty. And he goes, she goes, well, right now he, he's, he's dealing in, in property right now. He's probably under your nose, but he's, he's spying and selling houses and you don't know about it. And she's like, that's ridiculous. That's insane. What are you talking about? She goes straight from there. She goes home. Her husband, my father-in-law, is playing Monopoly with with my wife <laughs> and her sister. I now I don't it. know if I. It's that. That's that's a true story. It. And I don't know how much I believe in psychics, but that's a, that's a that's hard to argue with. It's difficult to argue with. It's. I could so argue with right. that. I mean, it's weird. Come on, that's it, a weird coincidence. That is a it's a weird coincidence. Yeah, husband's but, buying and selling properties. So she saw the properties being bought, but she didn't see that they were red and green houses and hotels. I, I lived in a greenhouse one day. One time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what I don't else know. Is, it's funny too. It just reminded me of this. My friend's husband, um, he, I guess he didn't know, but. He's definitely way more open than most people because a spirit kept coming to him in his room and like kept waking him up at night. I'm not even kidding you. And he said, he finally like got so angry one night. He just said to the woman, like, you have to leave me alone. I can't take this. And then after that, it didn't happen again, but he would get woken by every night by this woman in his room. Yeah. It's fucking scary. Right. <laughs> That's fun. And Did I, he bang I, her? Do you, do you remember those stories of like Ooh, ghost banging? Who was it? There was like a hip hop artist that was like, I had sex with a ghost. Did yeah, that happen in Ghostbusters. Oh, I guess kind of, right? Didn't he? he yeah, got a beach, I think from. Yeah, from a he ghost. got a beach. Well, his pants were unbuckled. I there was that. a montage, a musical montage where all sorts of stuff was happening. And then he's in bed and his pants get taken down and he's like dreaming and he falls off the bed. That's you hysterical. Don't really, you don't really know what's going uh, now on. Now I'm going to have to go back to this. But it, it's just oof. like you have to wonder, like, why did some things happen to some people and not others? And it's, yeah. it's a weird one. So that's just, just a tiny tidbit of what happened to me. I just went to like Google because I feel like it was 50 Cent or somebody like that that claimed to have sex with a ghost. And the big story that keeps coming up is UK woman claims to have had sex with 20 ghosts. Oh. Now, is that an orgy? Well, she's, is she's that a definitely ghost? open. <laughs> <laughs> the legs are open, that's for sure. Kesha claims to have had sex with a ghost. 
Oops, something. With a bottle of Jack. God. Well. Sex with a ghost. Do we end this? Do we end this on that? (laughs) That's drugs to me. I, I, you know. That's acid. Yeah, you're having an acid flashback. I don't know, man. Sex with a ghost. Do they need to have? I mean, what's. You know what weirds me out? Okay. Can we talk about this? Oh, okay. Can we talk about this really quick? Yeah. The sleep paralysis thing. Oh, that freaks me out. So I have that. You right? have that. I have sleep paralysis where I will wake up. I'll be fully awake. I, my eyes are not open, but I am 100% awake and I cannot move. Wait, was it you or was it Dollar Anthony that was talking about this? The both of you. This is what we were talking about. Yeah, we, me and, and our other mutual friend, Ant, we, just, we discussed this recently, months ago, a few months ago, within the last year. And it's called sleep paralysis. And I didn't know what it was, but it was, oh, and it was worse when I was younger because I would panic. I would like be like, move my legs or try and move or get up. And you just had not get up. And this is the most helpless, awful feeling. As I've gotten older, I've been able to deal with them all. It doesn't happen all the time. But now when it happens, I feel like, okay, I just have to wait until this is done. And then I'll eventually just get up. But I also, I, I, I will panic still a little bit from time to time because I'll be like, if I could just kick my leg, I know I can get out of this. I could get free of this. Because you're just literally there and you cannot move. So we're talking, I'm telling this story. I forget how it came about. So our mutual friend, Ant, he has the same experience, <laughs> except he feels this like black, misty spirit woman like holding him down that's a succubus succubus that's a common thing people see shadowy figures when they have sleep paralysis yeah and i'm like you're making first of all i never knew what sleep paralysis was and then i think i looked it up once and i was like oh and that was part of it too when i got to a certain age i looked it up and i was like oh this happens to other people this is not special to me so that made me feel better about it but he's telling me this story and i'm like you're fucking like this the like, I'm trying to tell you something that's real legitimate. You're hit. hit. And then you're making fun of me. You're making fun of me. I go look it up. People say the same thing, too, that they feel this thing over them, like holding them down. That weirded me out a little bit. Because I have creepy. never felt that ever. I think you were saying, you were the one saying that. How could you feel that way to him? You were saying that to him, yeah. right? Like, how could you? I don't know how I could mentally handle that. Our experiences are identical, except for the fact that he sees this black mist well, thing ab- above him. Didn't you say that you couldn't open your eyes? I can't open my eyes, but I can. I. I it's weird. I, you so can't. it could be there. You no, just haven't seen it. I don't feel anything holding me down. It's not holding me down. I just can't move. Because holding you down, you would still be able to struggle or move your whatever. I just literally, my arms and my legs and my body just cease to work. But I'm fully conscious. I have, I have the all the, the opposite problem. I always feel like you jump up and falling. do a marathon. I always dream like I'm falling, so I go. And oh, I, everybody! I can oh, no, the falling. Yeah. My husband does that like at least three times a week, and I'm like, "What are you? Are you on a treadmill every night? Like, what are you doing?" Yeah, I tell you, I punched myself out of bed. <laughs> Yeah, you're that fucking one. violent in bed. I totally forgot about this. <laughs> this happened like like two months, two three months ago. I'm in bed. I'm asleep, and I'm in my dream. By the way, I want everybody to know. I know this guy for thirty something years. The first time I ever heard about this was like three or four weeks ago. 
well, this is the only time that I've done this. I, I've, I move a lot in, in, uh, when I'm asleep, but this is the first time I threw myself out of bed. So I'm laying there in bed, and the edge of the bed is on my left, and my wife is on my right. And I'm laying there, and in my dream, I dreamt that I was fighting someone. And I just, I couldn't throw a punch. I, somehow I was, hold, I was held back a little bit. And then I struggled through it. I fought through as best I could to finally build up the energy and throw a punch. And when I threw it, I actually threw the punch with my right hand in real life. And I, and I punched, like right next to my head is a nightstand. And I punched the, the top of the nightstand and I threw myself out off the bed. My wife woke up and grabbed me. I literally, my knees and my feet were on the floor and I was like hanging out of the bed. I was like, what the? Oh. Frank, what do you do? I told you. I thought I, 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 I don't fight with anybody in real life. And then when in my dream, I, I throw I throw punches. I throw Man, you, you need to go box. I need to, yeah. I need like a heavy bag in the yard and just. But that one. No, I, you need a regular therapy appointment is what you I need. need. I need a, a lobotomy of some kind. <laughs> I punched myself out of the bed. I'd like to know if any of the. Uh, viewers have experienced any of these two things because honestly like the sleep paralysis like well that's a common I thing sleep paralysis that. i don't know i would not like that at all no that freaked it, me out it, it's and whenever my my brother-in-law with a woman like what like what mm -mm. but also i think he said it happens to him like often like once yeah. every two weeks we gotta ask him next time Damn. next time we're together i don't have i don't have that mine Every now and then, maybe once every three months, four months okay. or something, it'll happen randomly. It's very bizarre. He's got to put like a cam a, a camera on him while he sleeps, and then record. And then one night we'll catch him doing, you know, yeah. a night where he has sleep paralysis, and just see if we see anything. It's just so I don't know. There's something so it it it's it feels like such a physical thing for me, mm -hmm. like paralysis. Literally, like you're just paralyzed. Yeah, you just can't, can't move. Yeah. Can't move. Can you feel up our dreams going to be tonight? Can you introduce that <laughs> can element? Can you feel anything? Like, can you feel the covers? Can you feel the pillow? Yep. Everything. You can feel everything. You just can't move. Mm -hmm. <gasps> oh my god! I I would not like that. And that's what's so bizarre. Like, if the if the sheets are on me or like half off me or whatever it is, when I finally do a move, that is exactly how everything is. And it's weird because every I can't open. I know I'm sleeping. I can't open my eyes, but yet at the same time, I know. The, I could see the I could feel that it's hard to describe. You know where you are. You just know your right. surroundings. The room and every, yeah. This is absolutely. scary. This is scary. I'm not going to lie. I, I have, I, not that I have what you have, but I've, ex what I have is different. It's, Oops. I, when I sleep, sometimes I dream that I, like, I dream that I'm waking up, but I'm still asleep and I can't, and I can't get up, but I'm in my dream, can't get up, you know, and that happens to me a lot. Like I'm in my dream, I'm sleeping, and then in my dream I wake up, and but but I can't lift myself out of bed. And every time I do, I finally build it oh, up and do. My God. I fall back asleep in my dream, and then I, I have to start again. That's a weird one that I get like once a month. It's but I'm still asleep. I'm asleep through all of this. I don't know what that is. I don't. It's not a recurring dream because it's always a different location. Like I'm on vacation somewhere, or I'm in a different house. And I'm asleep, and I can't. I just can't physically lift myself up. But then I finally do, and then I'm I'm back on the on the bed again, and I'm asleep. 
And then finally, I'll just wake up normally. That's strange. It's not terribly dissimilar to what I what I go through. Yeah, it's it's, it's a weird. I know it's it's, it's almost like I'm feels like I'm drugged. You know, I'm just passed out. And like yeah. and I'm trying to just build up my energy again. Oh. It's weird. I feel like we're losing JSABs, Frank. Are you losing JSABs there? Or is she uh, yeah, she's blocky. Glitched out there. Yeah. I can hear her. JSABs, can you hear us? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I see a, a weird dark thing behind her now. Sorry. Oh, good. That's good. Sorry, very far. Yeah, turn around, JSABs. Watch out! <laughs> you probably are. Like we can't. Up oh, and she's gone. And she's gone. What, well, the ghost what, got her. Whatever that thing was got her. Eh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm waiting to see something in behind one of us. Before we started the show. Don't that tell thing, people this. Should I not tell you? They're people? not going to believe it. It's this, this is the God's honest truth. I would not make this up. But before we started the show, just before we hit uh, hit the, the go button, that square right behind you fell down. That, that The first time that's ever happened on any of our podcasts, any of our episodes, that square was off, the, like, tilted down. Like, half of it was falling down. Coincidence? Yeah, it, re- it weirded me out. <laughs> it weirded me out a little bit. That's never freak- happened before. I didn't even know those were, like, stuck on the wall like that. I thought they were, like, nailed on or whatever. But it just, whoop, it just tilted itself down. And I, I didn't see it fall, but I saw it tilted. And then I saw this hand come up. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> but we did see that. That's that's the truth. We I wouldn't make that up. That's the truth. Well, listen. We've said a lot on this episode. There's a lot of great stories. I love them all. They're so fascinating. I feel like I feel like we need to whisper and like get get closer because I don't want to like I'm afraid now to not be like together with the audience. That's- Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody huddle close to the to the campfire. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in close. Get close. This was we're scary. About, we're about to tell you a story. This was very scary. You want to hear a good, like, I guess horror. Go back. I used to listen to these old radio shows from, like, the 40s and 50s. Mm. And they did this one. Um, it, I forget what the hell it was called. Damn it. Um... It was like, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's on uh, these websites, these old-fashioned radio show websites. And they just, they have these ways of doing these, it's like the live shows where they have actors reading scripts and stuff. But they, the way they act them out, it was so old-fashioned, but so cool and exciting. Like, if you just listen to it, it's so entertaining. Uh, I always wanted to do an old-fashioned radio show like that, where you have actors and writers and but I feel like that would be a big thing on like, like almost like putting a sitcom on the radio, like they used to do. I feel like if you had radio sitcoms, would yeah. that would that make a comeback? You think, or people don't care about radio sitcoms? I don't know if they care about that shit anymore. Yeah, right. there, there used to be a serious uh, XM channel with that stuff on it. Yeah, it's it's fu- like the the way they used to write these things. There was so much talent back then. It was yeah, and the acting and the sound effects. It was such a cool genre. It was scary stuff too. They have some like really cool ones with like, you know, the serial killers on the loose. A guy escaped from a from a jail and he's on the loose. And did did this woman drive by and pick her up as he was hitchhiking? You know, it's such a weird. 
it's almost like um, Twilight Zone episodes that that they did over the radio. It was really cool. Um, I I feel like we've talked about this before, and I've mentioned this before, but they do the uh, what? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It's as an old radio play at the theater out here. Oh, that's cool. Every year they do it, like so you could watch them on stage. But what you're watching on stage basically is like what you used to watch on stage at Radio City Music Hall a hundred yeah. years ago. They'd be out there just acting it out. There'd be a folio guy making all the sounds in the back and everything. It's like that's cool. It's nostalgia and wonderful. It's like fantastic. That's good stuff, man. They yeah, should, that that needs to make a comeback. I know everything is cyclical. I think yeah. that stuff needs to like that talent was so. so rare it was so it's great. so great like is what do you, what would you say an average ticket is for a show these days a concert or a play average 50 bucks 60 yeah bucks so somebody comes and sponsors it so it's like five bucks a ticket for kids and like 10 bucks for adults it's like awesome that's awesome yeah that's really awesome that's a lot of fun fine i'll buy a ticket God. <laughs> <laughs> we should do it well i don't know if they're doing it this year but it's a, it's in this theater that was built in the 1930s is it haunted I, I don't know, but I refuse to be there when nobody's around. I won't, I won't do that. Empty theaters, man. They yeah. could be freaky. I don't know what it is. Yeah. There's just something about all the bad behavior of the past that, like, freaks me out, you know? I don't care for any of it. Anyway, listen. Tell us your ghost stories, by the way, in the comments. You're yelling. You're screaming. Get quiet. How are the ghosts going to hear me? I, yeah, that's what I'm... I don't want... That's oh, you what, want them to hear you. Okay. I don't want to disturb the spirits. This was a enlightening program. Should we have saved this for October? Maybe. But. Maybe. Maybe we'll replay it, though. Ooh. But this rerun. Is, you're still yelling. I don't know why you're yelling. I'm sorry. This is what spirits would expect. Like, this is what a spirit would do. It would come up and surprise you. I'm like, unsuspecting. Time. While we're whispering. Yes. That would be really terrible. That would be really terrible. Yeah, because it's not fun surprising someone who's yelling. No. No. I'm afraid to go to sleep tonight. I'm afraid for you to go to sleep tonight. I'll be fine. You, you, I'm afraid for you. You should be worried about my wife the most. <laughs> worry about, about, my, worry about my, my bureau. I don't punch a hole through it. Think about how scary bedtime is for my wife. Yeah, that's I'm concerned. every night. I'm concerned for your wife. I'd like to get one of those uh, plastic shields in between you and her. She wouldn't argue. That punch would have went the other way. We would have had a real problem, my friend. I'm asleep. I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I that guy deserved it. <laughs> Jack. That hurt though. I hit my I punched I punched the nightstand and it well, hurt. Sure. Sure. Like wooden friggin' thing of drawers. Bang. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Yes. Please I... let us know if you want more singular episodes like this. Yeah. And one topic please no matter how long they are i will read all of them in the morning when it's bright share all the lights stories on with us with all the lights on yep this is very uncomfortable tune in next time for nightmare theater <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Are we done? What the fuck was that? Is that a car? I live close to a, a big street, and it's um, motorcycles every night. We hear them all the time. It's either that, that or a hive of killer bees. That freaked me the fuck out.
We hear it all the time. It's it's motorcycles. They speed up this road. It's it's insane. Are you just telling me that to make me feel better? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the ghosts. I think make buzzing sounds right now. Like, Wait. That's their new thing. Shh. 